All right, everybody. Welcome to another week of H2O, What You Missed. I wanted to let you know a couple announcements before we get going. The middle school fall retreat leaves this Friday, uh, and we're going to meet at 4.30 at the church in the parking lot. We're going to do our best to be out of here as close to 4.45 as we can. Make sure to keep some money out for dinner on the way down, though. We'll stop at a mall and grab some food. Uh, Sunday nights kicked off last Sunday, and we'll keep going this Sunday with Soul and Middle Sea and Service Team both meeting at 4 o'clock with the choirs up in the sanctuary and Service Team down in the atrium of the lighthouse. Then at 5, bring $2 for a snack during fellowship time, and we'll have a hymn and a time of learning, and we'll wrap everything up at 6.30. Finally, want to remind you guys about the tailgate on September 30th. It's going to be at River Bluff. It's going to be in the booster parking lot, and we're going to have games and t-shirts and food, and it's all going to be free, and it's all going to be fun. And then afterwards, you can head on into the game, too. So come on out, support whatever team it is you're going to be supporting, Wildcats or Gators, but uh, either way, everybody's welcome at the tailgate, so come out and hang. All right, so we're going to continue our time in creation with day three. So let's just go ahead and jump right into the scripture here. Genesis chapter 1, verses 9 through 13. And God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good, and God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, in which is their seed, according to its kind on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its own kind. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the third day. So I think that this passage tells us two things about God's character. But to understand those things, we really have to look at what's being created here. So God takes all of the waters and he puts them into one place. And where the water leaves, there's land. Where they gather is sea. So God fills that land with all kinds of vegetation. There's food for us to eat. There's wood for us to use as building materials and so much more. And this is when we can really begin to see the work being laid out for us, for the creation of man in a couple days. These are two things, land and vegetation, that we desperately need to live. So I want you to take a little bit of um, personal reflection time this week. Use one of your quiet times and really think about how God provides for us. Uh, Really think about that vegetation side of things and and how God provides. Uh, Really look at that plant life that God created and how everything comes from his hand. But I want to use my time here to focus on the land and the sea, and talk about how God is our protector. Now, it may not make sense right away uh, how God creating land out of the sea makes him our protector. I I think to really understand this idea, you have to understand how the ancient peoples saw the sea. When you think of the ocean, when we all do think of the ocean now, We probably think of things like the beach or a cruise or a vacation or things like that. But in ancient times, in the times when the Bible was being written, the sea was a place of danger and fear and uncertainty. The sea wasn't a good thing. 
Now, me personally, I'm a mountains kind of guy, so I tend to agree with them. I think the ocean is bad news. That's why we get one of my favorite pieces of scripture in Revelation 21.1. It says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first time, heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. So I'm really waiting for that one, when the sea is no more. But all joking aside, what that verse is talking about is that in this new heaven and new earth, there's going to be none of that fear and uncertainty. So what we see here during creation, during the third day, when land comes out of the sea, is it's really God creating a place for us not only to live, but it's God giving us a place of safety, a place of certainty. He's lifting us out of the fear and the danger and the doubt and the confusion of the sea and putting us on land because he loves us. And I feel like in our lives today, in all that we have, all the fear and the doubt, we need to remember this. We need to remember that God protects us, that God lifts us out of those things and puts us on sure, solid ground because he loves us. In fact, Psalm 91 verses 1 through 6 tell us, Whoever goes to the Lord for safety, whoever remains under the protection of the Almighty, can say to him, You are my defender and protector, you are my God, and you I trust. He will keep you safe from all hidden dangers and from all deadly diseases. He will cover you with his wings, you will be safe in his care. His faithfulness will protect and defend you. You need not fear any dangers at night or sudden attacks during the day or the plagues that strike in the dark or the evils that kill in daylight. You see, we're assured here that God is our defender. God is our protector. He is your God, so place your trust in him. There's nowhere safer than in the fold of God within his great wings that he covers us with. He's our solid rock in the storm. He is faithful and full of love, and he will never lead us into unnecessary danger or leave us in peril. God is our protector. He has raised us out of uncertainty before, and he will do it over and over and over again because he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And just as he raised the land out of the sea, he will lift you into safety out of any fear, out of any confusion, out of any uncertainty that you have in your life. He can and he will do that when you rely on him and remain in his presence. So I said I wanted you to use part of your quiet time this week to really think about the other thing that was created on day three, this vegetation. And when I think about it, God gave it to us. So much of what we have today was grown in the ground, and that comes from God. On Sunday, if you were here, Pastor Jim uh, introduced the Impact series to us. And it's all about being good stewards of what God's given us. And his sermon was fantastic, and he reminded us, it's a reminder we all need so often, that whatever you have, anything you have, comes from God because he provided it to you. So I want us to focus on that uh, at some point this week. Focus on the fact that everything in your life belongs to God. 
And think about how that affects the way you use the things he's given you. God is our provider, and I want you guys to read Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34, to really drill that in, to really think about how we view God as our provider. Do we rely on him as we should, or do we worry and, and try and take things into our own control? And think about how when we really take that time not to be anxious, but to instead seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, what does that look like? What, what changes does that make in your life? How does it change the way you live? Take some time this week and really focus in on that passage and those questions. Well, folks, that wraps us up. I hope you had a good time listening, and I hope that this opened your eyes towards the wonders of creation that God has made for us. I'll be praying for you guys. I hope you have a great week, and look for the next episode next Thursday.